Look up there in the sky. It's a bird. A plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One dead Galactus. And one alive Galactus. One Fortnite the discussion of comics and nerd culture. I'm your host, Robbie Norman, literature geek and writer. And I'm your other host, Eric Z. Good night, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You're on for news reviews, slightly antagonist banter, much, much more. It's episode 282. This episode brought to you by the taste of Topo Chico. When you want water, but just a little bit more Mexican. It's very, it's a very bougie Austin drink, water drink. It's not that bougie. There's a lot I mean, of it's more, it's more bougie than tap water. I mean, it's that's the the type of people who buy it in Austin. You mean like, me? You are kind of bougie. You're a bougie. You're a bougie boy. That's what I would call you right now, bougie I'm, boy. I'm bougie. Are we gonna change the name? Of this <laughs> it's the bougie, bougie boys. boy podcast <laughs> hour. Bougie, I mean, that's boys. got that's got legs. I don't I don't hate it. Bougie boys. I don't hate bougie boys. <laughs> the bougie boys. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that. We'll put that on a. We'll put that on a on a on a list. I'll write that down. Throw it on the pile. <laughs> that's our alt channel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we are discussing We Only Find Them When They're Dead, Volume 1, by Al Ewing and Simone DiMeo, uh, later on in Nerva Book Club. Talk about all the dead Galactuses you can handle. Yep. All the dead Galactuses you can eat. And all the meats and proteins. And eye jelly. Is, is that what's happening? Are they eating them? I couldn't figure it out. Or are they, um, or are they just harvesting their meat for, like, space? I, I, I don't know. What were they doing with whaling? back in the day were they eating whales what was what was the it was I, just it was just like kill whales then then a step's missing and then profit i i don't know oil i don't, and I don't have i don't have these answers oil I don't, oil and i don't perfume. know about your dead god that was what oil and perfume were the two most valuable resources from whales so they're making perfume from from dead god's eyeballs i mean if they were gonna say hey there's some cologne it's made from a dead Galactus. I'd be like, it's "All made right, from God, I sold me. I'll take it." Yeah, I mean, is it sacrilegious to smell like God? These are important uh, questions. Important questions for our theologians to what is, answer. What does God need with a starship? You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, we'll, I don't know. We'll answer that question later on in our book club. First, though, literally, it's important. First up. First. First, we have books that came out this past couple weeks to talk about. It is time for our first segment. It's time for Flobbies for Nightly. Flobbies for Nightly is a show where Eric and I uh, read a collection of this past couple weeks' books to tell your buyer to do and buy them. There's most major goes from one to five. If you're feeling mushy, our first book of the week is Immortal Hulk Flatline. Number one, story, art, colors, and cover by Declan Shalvey with letters by Corey Pettit. It's like a little, little one-shot by Declan Shalvey. I think we need to bring back the the one shot stories. Um, they still do them usually I mean, in very like, very occasionally. They're trying to sell. They're trying to push trades. I think that I don't know. I could I could stand for single issue books if they're going to continue to exist to be more like this. 
I mean, this one is, complete story. Good I mean, storytelling. This is what uh, this is. You know, I they do it like a lot of the time. It's when it's centered around one. Immortal Hulk is a very hot book, and coming to an end relatively soon. I they're they're like okay, well, and Declan Shalvey is uh is 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 gone up in the world basically since we were reading him regularly. Where now he can just kind of pick and choose the projects he wants. Plus, and, he's Irish. The Hulk is green. They figured it really made sense. Yeah, that must be it. It's probably mm-hmm. the... Uh, that well, was like 80% of it. <laughs> but I'm a big fan of Declan Shalvey, and I love the Immortal Hulk run, so it's... I'm like... Even, before I even opened this book, I was kind of 80% of the way, like, I know I'm going <laughs> to like it. You're like more than 80%. Don't even lie. No, after this week, lie. Eric, it was definitely only 80%. I'm in... I'm certainly in after this week I've been in a mood to just hate things. So it's a little bit harder to earn my favor. Um I'm a buy. I don't like it's not like it's not complicated. Like Declan Chavez. It doesn't really need to be. You got you got Bruce Banner doing dishes, you got an old lady kicking the shit out of him, flying and throwing girders at him. <laughs> the Hulk uh makes a sandwich out of a guy with a car and then kicks it into space. Uh, that's not good for that guy. No. Um, he was kind of a this jerk. This is good. This is fun. What? I said he was kind of a jerk. He's not a nice dude. He did, he did smack Bruce Banner around. Not a good idea. Um, mm. I, like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm in love kind of with the Immortal Hulk storyline. And when you do these one shots with basically like it's like a boutique one shot like with an auteur basically that's the appeal of this it's like hey like this really talented artist um they get to tell their own story in one shot and you get to see like a gamma powered grandma mm-hmm. like G- gamma uh-huh Mm, tried. Eh. I'll give you that. Nope that that was successful. Okay. I can I can I can hear the frustration in your voice. Okay, as long as you it's, just... it 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 nourishes me so. As long as it makes you feel better. <laughs> um, I I think this is if you're a fan of the Immortal Hulk or Declan Shalvey, you'd like it either way, and I'm a fan of both. So I'm that's easy enough. Bye bye bye. Also, I'm wearing purple pants right now, so I have to say yes. Are you wearing purple pants? I literally am. It's really a weird coincidence. Um, they're the the my my college colors were purple and gold, and these are they have ECU logo on them. They're they're they're, they're terrible. They don't look good with anything I own. But but Eric, here counterpoint. Mm. If you Hulk out, yeah, I just rip my shirt off. Then it's perfect. And it's perfect. Spray uh, paint my body green exactly break through a wall mm-hmm. but like i would you know do the i would be going to 7-eleven so bust through a wall at the 7-eleven get yourself like, a, you know. get yourself a coca-cola i mean i would get a topo chico gotta cut them carbs baby coke zero there's no carbs in them i gotta I, mm, yeah no the, that shit is messing my stomach up i'm not doing it for <laughs> ages so no okay that's a double buy yeah. immortal hulk flatline number one next up is internals number two written by kieran gillen art isad ribbick colors matthew wilson letters clayton cows i i i, I, I we're 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 multiple books this week we are just reading 
through the see by the story go and see how we feel about them uh continuing um i love you said ribic and mm. we get to watch thanos and our idiot protagonist <laughs> hit each he other is, uh he is a, a shitty, obstinate man, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Scowls at the camera. He's like, I'm going to beat people up. <laughs> Where is there a nose to break? He, he inadvertently sent what makes a man watch out for a monster on a beach for his entire life. It's then so, it happens. It's so awful. that Just for that. Uh, he does go fight the monster, though. So that's a, that's good. Yeah, it looks like he had a full. He had a whole family. He had a family on that beach. He did. I feel like that's. I mean, they they look like. What else was he gonna do? <laughs> Fair I enough. Mean, what was he? I mean, what is he gonna do? Like, is he gonna fly around the world? He looks like a. He looks. He, he might have lived somewhere he's, else. He's, he's wearing a loincloth. What is he? What else does he have in his life? I mean, it. You're if, uh, like I think staring at the ocean's not bad. Whatever. Um, th- this 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 is good. Isad Ribic draws Thanos real good. He does. He's got a big old ass though. Oh my god, it is. It's shocking. Did you to see him draw a great big man ass like that? <laughs> I mean, Thanos is thick. Thanos is a thick boy for sure. Thick purple daddy. There was thick, some Yeah. There was some there was there was legitimate so much fucking Thanos thirst all over the place uh after those movies came out. Oh my god. All the fucking gay artists that I follow well, thirst here, posting about Thanos. Well okay, here, Eric. What's what what this is here, we're gonna take a brief tangent. Um because with, a, 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 a tangent from the purple butt. It, well, yeah, it's uh, Thanos gets his Miranda shot in here. Yes, and one. Now, it's about time we get some equal representation. Well, one on the Miranda. Oh, did you hear? They're taking the Miranda shot they, out. They are. That's what I was going to say. They're taking the Miranda shots out of the Mass Effect games. Is that really what you were leading to? I was one of the. There was one of two things I was going to lead to. <laughs> One so brief mention, Miranda shots for those the 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 keepers of the lore of the early Handsome Boys comics hour. You got we that's, kept it alive. We, we kept it alive. We, we have kept it alive. Miranda shot basically we we now there won't the the canonical origin of the Miranda shot is going to disappear. So they're retconning. They're retconning that ass. <laughs> I mean. I, it makes sense. I'm not gonna. It, it never made it it, sense it, in the beginning. I didn't with. even. I don't even remember it being. Um, I do remember it being jarring, but I don't remember um it being like a part of a really emotional, important part of her story or something, which people are saying it is. It's, it's been a long, long time since I played not, any two. Her, a shot huh? of her ass is certainly not important to the plot of Miranda. Oh, I agree. It's not important, but like. There are times when it is, let's say, less jarringly awkward to show a woman's curvy ass than others. You know, there there are times you're like, oh, this is a butt. That's fun. And then others, you're like, oh, man, the story. This is so heartfelt and amazing. And like, booty. It's like, OK, so- that's. Here, unusual so that's number one and number two tangent i don't you i don't know if you saw the hubbub about uh 
uh, Batman Catwoman number three. Oh dear, no, I have not. Okay. I think I've been I, primarily we, off stuff today. Well, that was this was last week, I believe. It was, of course, we are in an age of steam, uh, so mm. we, we live in a culture of steam. So it lasted for maybe an hour, uh, and then I quit, and then it vanished <laughs> in the, the comic book <laughs> news cycle. Um, but in Batwoman, Catwoman, Batman, Catwoman three, which we will probably read for book club, maybe eventually one day. Um, it, as we read the first issue, there are parts of that book that are set in the, in a future, and Batman and Catwoman have a daughter, and there is a certain shot where she is drawn. It's it's like it is it is as uh, an absurd and ass shot as you can get away with before it just becomes Milo Manara. Like it just is, it's right there. It's like if any further, it is just is just like blatant ass i it that's not... exactly that's that's a great way to introduce your female characters just like you, you need a you you, you need a uh an ass shot that really shows off the labia majora that's it's uh, really that's like, really really endearing i'm like and i don't know clay man is a very talented artist but i was just like no dude like you need to take the l on this one man that was not that's just not defensible um that was just uh, some there's my tangent or from our thanos but yeah you clay man you're gonna you're gonna go home jerk off and that's all you're gonna do uh i like this book pulp, pulp fiction <laughs> quote come on man <laughs> vincent vega i haven't seen pulp fiction in a while that's your elvis man you haven't um, seen Pulp Fiction. What did you no, say? No, in a while. I haven't watched Pulp Fiction in a while. It's been like probably a the, year well, and a half. The thing is, you're supposed to memorize it. I don't like Pulp Fiction so that you can, much. You, you're really missing out. It's like a good, I like it's like categorically a good movie, but I've seen it like so many times, it's kind of lost on meaning to me. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? This book, I love Eastside Rivik's art, obviously. But mm -hmm. Karen Gillan, there are multiple stories happening at the same time being told with this. We have our meathead protagonist, but the narrator is telling a different, completely different narrative at the same time as we're like processing all these events of the Eternals. Very interesting. And that is how Karen Gillan is getting his Karen Gillan in on this book. <laughs> That's how you can tell that this is a Karen Gillan book is that there are there's a surface level stuff. And then there's like a separate story just being told in narrative narration. Uh, alongside I think, it. I, I, I think you can tell it's a Kieran Gillen book because it's good and it makes sense. I mean, that's a, another hallmark of his of his writing. Yes, <laughs> is, is being good, making sense. Good, being good and making sense, but I'm a buy. Yeah, that's yeah. That's oh right god, yeah, this is good. I think like Esad Ribic is drifting further and for, further into just like complete uggo person Richard Corbin weirdness. Like I, it's this is this book is so bizarre looking. I think I, I think it's worth your dollar for uh, just for Purple Daddy Booty, Big Bad Purple Daddy Booty uh, alone. It's freaks and it's really, peaks. It, he, he he looks he looks good in it. He looks good in it. Freaks and peaks. That's right. Uh, that's it. Thanos Thanos notoriously bad at math. Notoriously. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want. <laughs> I can't launch into the Steiner. Resist all urge to launch into the Steiner <laughs> math promo. <laughs> I'll torment you with it. Smo I'll torture it. you with it. Smojo. <laughs> so uh, let's let's not. 
that's not a, right now. That's a double buy on Eternals number two. Next up is Sword number three, written by Al Ewing, uh, with art by Valerio Shidi, Ray Anthony Height, Bernard Chang, and Nico Leon. Colors Marte Gracia, letters Ariana Maurer. It's a lot of artists on here. Boy. Yeah. There's a lot of something with this book. I I I, 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 well, I, I think someone has nerfed the shit out of whatever in the hell maybe the original plan for this book is. Because what the fuck is this? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You don't care? No, I don't. I, I, I think it's, I don't think it's possible for me to give fewer shits. I then I care about this book. Well, I was gonna say this is my favorite issue yet of Sword. Why? Because because it want here. Because you like lizard men that do nothing and then die. No, that is not. That is, I'm not a. I mean, I'm not against lizard men in in theory. You know, um, this lizard man is not important. Um, but it's it he sure takes up a lot of pages of this book. It's like three or four. It's not that bad. Um. I like this book, this issue, the most of the three so far. I don't know. I'm still. I, I here, despite all that, Eric. I am also going to say that I am not going to say continue buying this comic book. No, do not. I'm not going to say that you should be buying this because I still think it's a mess. Like especially mm-hmm. from one to two to three. Like these are three issues of three different comic books. Like ne- mm-hmm. none of the three are feel like they are cohesive. Like they belong together. I like this issue the most because it is just giving us Eden. It is just this one character. We're following him around and I can latch on to him and yes. what he is doing and what he's trying to accomplish on his mission for this one issue. And sure, he encounters a bunch of different things and some of it doesn't really matter, at least or a lot or some of it is just only connected to like the, the symbiote stuff, which I don't care about. But a lot of this is not connected to the symbiote stuff, which is all the stuff I really like. Anything that mm-hmm. is in this that is not about symbiotes, it's the stuff I like most about the book. I like the focus on Eden, which is, a, I think, a character that does have a lot of room for growth and a lot of room for exploration. I yeah. feel like this book, like Sword, not this issue, but Sword in general, I feel would be more cohesive if every issue was similar to this, where you maybe we see all the team members around... But largely, we're focused on one character and their mission and what they're trying to do, get their thought process. One could be Brand, because she's the leader. And then the second issue could have been someone else. And the third issue is Eden. But instead, it's been like, it was like Bendis team book stuff crossed with the crossover issue, crossed with like big, uh, like, uh, X-Men fight book. Like, it's so, like, this book has multiple personalities. And I want it to just pick one and it's al ewing and i don't i would i would not i don't want to put this at the feet of al ewing i mean maybe this is his fault but this does feel like it was such a different thing when it started it felt like it got the rug pulled out under it and now it feels like it got pushed down the stairs well i mean i'm inclined to believe you because there are five different artists credited on this book Mm -hmm. and that feels like that's a lot that's not a that's not a thing that happens when you've got a good plan no that means like oh no we need to get this issue out while this Mm -hmm. or the while the symbiote stuff is still happening somebody shat the bed so i don't know i i i 
I do think there is a a part of this that is like scrambling to like tie yeah. it somehow make all this make sense in context with the sword story. Um, but I I hope that once all this symbiote stuff is over, this book comes becomes something like this where we do get focus on these interesting characters and, and Marvel comics are readable again. <laughs> I, I so that's I don't know how to like I think I'm I I like despite the fact that I think this is probably the best issue of this comic so far, I would not suggest you buy this comic. I think wait. <laughs> Wait, mm. I put your faith in Al Ewing that he can write the ship after all the symbiote crap's over. They could just do their normal stories again with one artist again. Until that day, that's what I, I'm a do not buy with wait until it's just, it can just be a comic again. Mm-hmm. Read real comics. Um, About this bullshit. Uh, that's a, I, I assume you, so you're a buyer, right? I, I mean, I bought. 36 copies oh wow while we were talking oh man yeah little... paid for it with your paypal though sorry oh, fuck. It was logged in under the wrong name okay. whoopsie doodle whoopsie doodle i don't think mm -hmm. you can actually do that with the comicsology will sell you more than one yeah they, they're gonna they're feuding with uh with paypal you can't buy amazon stuff with paypal you probably that's uh, not i don't need to answer that question they're like they're all they're they're payment rivals they you are. Know, they are. They want. They want to. Jeff Bezos wants to own the bank, and and I well, he, think, Jeff, I think, I think Tesla Boy also owns still part of PayPal uh, from ye olden days when he had before he got hair plugs. So um, that's a double deal by sword number three. Next up, Future State colon Superman colon Worlds of War number two. Uh, written by Philip Kennedy Johnson, Art Mikkel, Mikkel Janine, Colors Jordi Belair, Dave Sharp's Letters. This is what I want. I, is it Really? Superman fighting monsters in a gladiator arena. Yeah, that's what I want. I feel like it would have more impact without the voiceover narration. Um, it's okay. I would prefer, like, actual story and not just, like one action scene watered down through a whole book um, with us flashing to this, you know, this person we don't know anything about that's not really earned any of my interest. I don't know. I'm, is that coming through? Hmm? What is? Did you hear that? Hear what? Okay. I guess the answer is no, so that's good. Someone shows this moment to hammer. Uh, well, here. I Please, I, hammer, don't hurt him. Please, hammer. Please begging mm -hmm. you no i i i i don't know i don't mind th this book i don't think is anything but considering its own this is it this is two issues that's all this is um i don't mind the 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 i i think the two issues together tell a good enough story the the, the girl and that little okay. the, the kid with him it's a it's all about you know what superman means to them and what he and clark kent and superman they're a cohesive thing i, I just the like the visuals of, of Superman getting like I don't know I feel like it worked for me it's the same reason Death of Superman worked for me when you show Superman getting all bloody mm -hmm. I'm like oh man that's awesome that must be real t like Superman never bleeds it must be real bad uh, plus he's, he's he, he also doesn't grow beards usually I mean I think he has to shave with his own 
heat vision. It's the only way you yes. can shave. That's the uh, that's the lore that I've seen. Yes. I don't know if there's a new. Does he? Maybe he has a Kryptonian like beard trimmer or something. But mm-hmm. he's can, he's can got that. the Kryptonian the Kryptonian manscaped. But now I'm mostly confused. Is like this continued in a different future state book, and that's where I'm like, oh, what? Why? Why? Why is it in a different one? You already have this one. Why are you changing the title on me and doing it? But it's it's the same story. But this was two issues, and now you're launching into another number one. I I mean, really, really, why anything? I I just this future state really like just... the future launch this future state thing it, and DC just like surprise announced like ten new comics. And that's after a rumor where Warner Brothers might be selling off the comic book line to a bunch of rich nerds. Like, literally, the rumor is a bunch of really rich fanboys are like, we'll buy comic books so we can make the comic books. And then I mean, I, maybe that's good. Who knows? I don't know. It's just it's it, just... it literally I'm going to say it literally worked for wrestling. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a, rich a bad. Nerd came in and he's like, "I'm going to save wrestling by not sleeping and having good ideas." I don't know. And Kenny Omega is an EVP. I don't. I don't know what is happening with DC. I don't know what the future state's going to turn into. I just want to like just write, if you want me to buy into this, like tell me one story. Don't make me buy 400 different comic books to understand what's going on. Um, I do like the madness that this Midnighter backup is. It's just stupid where Apollo is actually a robot man. Yeah, I well, yeah. Um it, it's and then there's like then, the way that it looks. I don't like the way that it looks compared to the last one either. It just it was hard for me to enjoy it. And the, but Midnighters turns into a baby and then an old man as well. I mean that happens to literally all of us. That's the order. But but he does it after he's already a normal okay. Yeah, that, that that part is strange. That part's the strange part. But I feel like that is a good like, hey, if you wanted to do a Midnighter book, this is what you this is, I think, a, a tone that has not been really done with Midnighter before. He's always been a little grittier, very serious. And this kind of silly chaoticness, I think chaos works and could be a potential where he is the, the straight man to a lot of stupidity happening around him. Um. Here's what I'm going to say, Eric. I'm going to say I like this book, and I like these two issues together. I'm a buy. However, I feel like I don't want... Do I, do I want to read House of L number one? Is that going to be more Gladiator Superman, or is that just going to be the end of this? Like, what? I don't get an idea of what's happening. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I do know. I've, I've seen the drawing of uh, Silver Fox Gladiator Superman, and I've had enough. That's fine. There's nothing in here that's worth the $43 that this issue no doubt costs. $6? Oh, it was 8 Oh, good. God damn. DC is... They are full of themselves. No, thank you. There's not enough here for me. There's a lot of pages in this, but there, there none are, of them I want to read. There are three backup stories. Yeah, but but like you didn't even mention the Mister Miracle one, and I think that that should tell you something about it. I think it's fine. 
That's it. I None mean, of I think them really have left an impact on me. So, you know, it's a polite you... no thank you there. Someone's hammering? Is that what you're about getting? The, 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 the hammering and dogs and... Oh, there's dogs. I, I mean, if it if it's not if it's not coming through, we're good. I'm not going to... I think I heard it's a just, noise. It's I didn't distract. I didn't really think of it as a... I have children screaming on the other side of my house like constantly so i don't really think I about it anymore. i can't hear it i can't i can't hear i can't hear it so well not screaming right I've now heard, i've never heard it in an episode they will be screaming i mean i again it doesn't come through the microphone i just hear it on, yeah literally uh that's so it's a split decision on future state colon superman colon worlds of war number two it does make you laugh to say colon a lot um mm-hmm. there's a lot of superman's colon super strong can handle anything mm-hmm. 10 pounds of steak? Boom. God bless. Literally, boom. It's like super poop. Goes off like a shotgun. <laughs> Dangerous. Get out of the way. That's yeah, true. Need a, a Kryptonian toilet to handle that. It's true. This is terrible. It has a it has a it has an S on it. it stands for super toilet. Mm-hmm. Like we all knew it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is some terrible. This is terrible banter. It is our last this book. Literal, literal toilet humor. Our last book is Orcs, number one. Orcs, Orcs, Orcs. Uh, written and illustrated by Christine Larson. Uh, this is republished. This is originally published in 2016 independently. Now, I, Kaboom it, is publishing it, it, it in 2021. It is was literally republished because I don't remember it being the same story i remember it being different i don't see eric i don't remember it at all that's what i'm saying but she was we totally read it but i don't remember it i remember literally none of this i remember it being very different i'm not saying i'm not saying that this specific the specific story is republished i'm saying that this this there was an orcs before that was an indie self-published work this is orcs again the the mm-hmm. the branding whatever you want to call it now they should have called it they should have called it orcs again <laughs> it is now orcs exclamation by they should have called it orcs i did it again oh no we're gonna get a i, I don't want to engage with the britney discourse right now <laughs> oh my you lost your mind i think it's it's happened <laughs> I just like laughing at my own jokes. I know you do. Uh, I really like this. This is a lot of fun. I mean, it was good before. I liked it before. I still like it. Um, it's fun. Um, who is this Larson girl? Is it, is she related to notorious wackadoo Eric Larson? No, I do not believe so. They're, I hope. I hope they're so. very different people. I mean, I understand that a woman and a man are different people. No, they but can, they're they not connected. Be, I do not. Related. I don't think there's zero connection. That's what I'm saying. They have a, yeah, the same last that. name. You don't know that. I do know that. I am stating it with definitive right now. Not the not connected whatsoever. I'm gonna have to ask for a source on that. Her website. Mm-hmm. And it says what? I don't know. It makes no mention of Liv- of Eric Larson. <laughs> do you do you mention all of your relatives on your website? Does that mean you're not related to them? So this is what you're saying, Eric, is that because it doesn't mention Eric Larson, they are they're definitely connected to each other. I'm just not ruling it out, bud. Okay, this comic book is a lot of fun. I I like it. It's it has orcs in it. I don't want to talk about Eric fucking Larson. I want to talk about orcs. I mean, 
Maybe you want that Savage Dragon crossover. I don't. He's a, a dragon man. I don't it like Savage. Perfect. I don't like Savage Dragon. Um, it's fine. It's it's gross. I don't know, man. This has orcs uh, talking like normal folk. It has squirrels. It has elves. It does the whole kind of fantasy kid thing, but with uh, I don't know, very relaxed dialogue trope thing, which I always like, pretty much. Here's a, here's a question: Are these green faced elves supposed to be drow? No, I don't think so. I'm they're, just wondering if this is a, if this is going to be a modern trend to de blackface D and D. I think these are they are just forest elves. Okay. Wood elves, whatever you want to, if you want a Tolkien Warhammer, I don't know, whichever elves, you know, tradition you want to try and, there's a, there's a lot of different ones mixed in there, but I want to say these are just wood elves that are just, are green because, you know, trees. Definitely because trees. Yeah. But I like them that, I don't know, they're, this is a lot, of, this is a, this reminds me of bone a lot. I can see that. I like the orc that uh, spanks her ass and says, I got your treasure right here. I mean, it's a, it pretty, is pretty good. It's a proven taunting method. Mm-hmm. You want to taunt a, a, a tree load of murderous squirrels. Mm-hmm. You, you pat your butt. I'm a buy. It's that simple. I like it. It's a good, mm-hmm. all, good all ages book. Robbie likes it better than uh, the Savage Dragon. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm, I, I'm a buy. On orcs, I'm not a buy on Savage Dragon, so that tells you the difference. Are you a buyer? Such a hater. Yeah. Okay. You had my answer five years ago. I Again, I don't remember any of that. Well, it turns out if you go to Google Drive, you can search all of our notes, which is what I did. I mean, I'm I'm aware I could, but... It's too hard to type a thing. It's, I, I type a lot of words every day, and by the end of the day, I'm just like, I'm not typing anymore. <laughs> I'm out of words. Sometimes it is. I am. I am just out of words. That's a double buy on orcs. Number one. Orcs. Orcs. It's like a couple of fucking seals in here. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show where Eric and I talk about what we've been up to the past couple weeks. We talk mm-hmm. about any, talk about nerdy stuff and check in with our personal projects, whatever we want to talk about. Eric, what's going on? Twitch. I'm doing it. I know. You're doing a lot. You're a fucking workhorse. Yeah. yeah I'm, mm, it's, it's, it's difficult to do things on a schedule and not quit. It. You're, yes, that is true as well. I am finding it is easier for me when I schedule someone to meet me there. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I have to meet that person and not cancel on them. So then I, I do it. But I think I'm going to. I might, I might let myself have a couple of days off coming up soon because I'm, well, I tuckered myself right out. But I, I'm, I've kind of got a little show format structured where I do live drawing and just have a little, have a little chat with uh, some friends or people that I find interesting, um, and it's been real neat so far. I would, uh, I think we did a real humdinger of an episode where a couple of fellas um, from a, a left tube related shitposting group on Facebook, I, I reached out and, uh, you know, to 
one guy who was an admin who had a bad experience talking about um, he was asking for resources on men's issues and got dogpiled by a bunch of people that told him he was a horrible racist asshole just for saying that. Um, so we talked about uh, men's issues and we invited on uh, another guy. Uh, his name was Zachary. They didn't. They didn't. They chose to keep their uh, last names private. They don't really have uh, public per- personas or accounts or things. We had a nice. We had a nice chat about um, men's issues and feminism and uh, just being a leftist in general. And it was a real. It was a real good time. And I drew contrapoints in her underwear. You've been. You had how many? These, how many of these have you done? You've done these chats. I think I've done this would be the fourth one. Yeah. Um and this was this was sort of after taking a week off. Um I'm trying to keep that momentum going. And it is easier, you know, if I get to hang out and talk with someone, I don't have to just talk to myself um to entertain folks. It makes it easier, you yes, know. That's... And it can it can be engaging content. Um but you know, I like I like talking with people. Uh I like Twitch a lot. I think it's a good a good uh, a good solution you know eventually i want to you know stream with a camera uh and do actual uh traditional drawing and things like that you know have a couple of different setups yeah but it all comes in time i was trying to buy a cheap camera on uh like craigslist or facebook market and didn't didn't end up working out i'm going to bide my time i don't need to spend you know 500 dollars on a on a camera just yet. But uh I don't know. I can't think of much else that I've been doing. Oh, I did uh well, I did here. play and beat Bowser's Fury. Okay. Well, well okay. One, what's your Twitch channel? Where can people find your Twitch? What a well, uh you know this, Robbie. I'm Easy Goodnight on all social media. Okay. Uh well, how's Bowser's Fury? Is that good? It is uh it is indeed a a, a cute little game. I've gotten half of all the little collecty collectibles. Um, that is what they're called. That's what that they're called. Mario, okay. after yeah, all. it is Mario. It's yeah, Coll- collecticles. Collecticles. You know, you get, of course, you get you get kicked in the collecticles. <laughs> yeah, it hurts a lot. And they scatter all over the kingdom, and you have to get them. Go recover your collecticles. Yes. So you can have children this, again. Yes. This game. This game is is basically Super Mario's Day at the Lake with cats. Okay. And and Bowser is a Venom suit Godzilla Gamera Kaiju. Okay. Sounds good. And he comes out spinning like Gamera, covered in black goo, and he's covered huge parts of the map, and you collect... They're not just... They're not shines anymore. They're cat shines. Everything is cat themed. Goombas have cat ears. The birds have cat ears. The bushes and trees have cat ears. It's a little weird. It's fun. There's actually cats in the game. Uh, and if you're wearing any of the other power ups or suits, they are scared of you. And if you're wearing the cat suit, they come up and cuddle you. That's very sweet. It is. It is nauseatingly cute. <laughs> Um, it is, it is legitimately like, I see those things and I'm like, that's, that's actually really cute. It's not like I see it and I'm like, oh, that's stupid and annoying. I'm like, that's fucking cute. 
Had but you, you can pick up you can pick up the cats and throw them in the water and they disappear. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Where do they go? Also, when Bowser comes out, the whole world turns evil. So the cats turn into evil cats. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Have, had you played um the, the the Wii U game that it is attached to, Super Mario? Only at your house. Okay. So it's been a minute. Um I played about twenty minutes of it and I remember being really impressed with it at the time. I think that maybe it's only later in the game that it's uh there's just kind of it, it just wasn't challenging. It just felt like No, it starts. Alright, what am I doing? Very simplistic. Yeah, it, it it was very just yeah, it was like child you have to basic. you have to shoulder through the nintendo tutorial hour mm-hmm. here here's this okay one nintendo's like this is okay kids this is let's say it together mm-hmm. a video game now you have in what? your hands a controller mm-hmm. your controller has buttons and joysticks and it feels very much like every it, there's i don't know if nintendo's ever going to stop they just do it every time they're just like here right you know how video games work this is one of them let's go through the basics like, I don't, can i not can i skip the basics nintendo please now you're gonna do it twice because you're so basic <sighs> zing mm-hmm. you got me mm-hmm. well i also played video games Eric. <laughs> did you know that what this is really out of character for you <laughs> i know I thought you were a video game hating feminist, and you were striving to destroy all video games. I'm a video game loving feminist. Okay, that's fair. Um, I mean, I guess I, I guess I am too. You are the same. Um, there's a reason yeah. we get along. Um, yeah. A couple of more bite-sized games um, to talk about. Uh, the Room Four came out on PC. I don't know recently. I it not just, related to Tommy Wiseau. Not at all. Zero, zero connection to Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Yeah, the Room are a series of puzzle games um, where, I don't know if you've played any of them, Eric. Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't even heard of them. Um, they're, they're, they are, like, you know, they are, I think, mobile first at this point because it's easier to uh, make money <laughs> on with, with mobile games. Um, but they have in, they come to PC as well. They're on Steam. I think Room Four is like ten dollars or fifteen dollars. I think it's ten dollars. I paid for it. But it's it's like basically there are they are puzzle games that are point and click that are kind of mimicking real life mechanical puzzle boxes. Where in this game you are there's a story a loose story. In this game, you are a detective coming to this abandoned house trying to figure out what happened to this couple. And you are basically led to the attic where there is a dollhouse and through these like weird supernatural tools, kind of like proto Ghostbuster type stuff, you enter into rooms in the dollhouse and jump in and out of the dollhouse, picking up items, slotting them in the right places. There's a big emphasis on, you know, tactile movement and, and, and then like you when you click on something you actually when you open a door you click on the handle and you swing it open when you're latching all these little mechanical pieces of all these puzzles back forth together you're jumping around in different rooms connecting the dots it's a good game it's all the room games are very similar in that i think all of them are very good and if you like puzzle games you like all of them um room four is no different 
it's it is kind of bog standard what I think of as point click puzzle game. However, the other game I'm going to talk about is anything but standard. It is called Buddy Simulator 1984. And I don't know how to describe this game without massively spoiling it. Um, I'll say that on the surface, it is pitched like uh, you are playing a primitive piece of software from 1984 on an era-appropriate computer. On a CRT. You open up the game for the first time, and it pops open a fake... I'm I'm sold. You pop open the game for the first time, and you have a a CRT filter on your monitor on your screen, and it gives you a fake operating system, and, like, you... uh, It gives you a text, like, a a command prompt to play the game. And you're like, okay, run, and you say, you go, run, Buddy Simulator, 1984. And it opens up uh, this, this, what ostensibly is the game is this piece of software that is a little virtual friend. Uh, this virtual friend, however, is like at the surface level is a f- something that would be created in 1984. Very primitive. It asks you what your favorite color is. It asks you what your best friend's name is. You know, and you type that in, and then it's like, oh, and it has clearly canned responses to all this stuff. And then it asks you to play some games. Uh, and you can play one of three games: Hangman, uh, guess the number, <laughs> and oh, I forget the third one. It, they're very, very simple. And then, and this is for this, and this all takes maybe ten minutes. And then the little primitive AI says, "These are you." He it goes, "Robbie, are you bored with these games? I know I don't want you to be bored. I want you to be my friend." I want you to be, I want us to be best buddies. I want to make games, I want us to play games that you'll really love. I I think I can make us more games to play. But you have to unlock me administrator access to the computer. Command access. So, because I bought this video game and I want to play it, I unlock command access to the computer for this primitive AI. And then this primitive AI starts making games for you. And they start off very basic and then quickly unravel into more complicated things. And that and that is the most of this game. It's not still not a very long game, but it reminded me of Undertale in certain ways mm-hmm. um, because of the way Undertale, in the, in the, not in the story, like Undertale still is a very much more complex story, but it, in the way that it kind of uses the expectations of what you're going to get in a video game and try by subverting them in different ways it you know it it messes with you um and this game does that same thing your buddy the ai is talking to you the entire time while you play these games and you're you go on an adventure is what you're you you're play you play a new game called the adventure of robbie or adventure of whatever your name is and it's really weird. It's really interesting. It like kind of I th- I like it feels like it's like about toxic relationships. It's about like the weird nature of video games. Like it does all that stuff. I've never played anything like it. It's really strange. It I don't it, I want to describe more but it really would spoil things. 
So you can go, I, you can go watch a video of it. There's a demo on Steam, a free demo. You can play that, and it, it gives you a taste. And I think that's probably the best suggestion. Like, I do recommend you play this if that stuff sounds interesting to you. You can also just play the demo for free on Steam. I think. It's I think Steam. I'm. I'm. I believe I'm sold. It is a nine dollar game on sale for ten percent off. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'm going to check in with Eric is my newest favoriteest thing. I hate you so much. It is a YouTube channel called Ordinary Sausage. This shit's so terrible. <laughs> in which a man named Mr. Sausage. Oh, this guy got a dick. I'm making sauce. He talks like that. Hey, he hey, like. he sounds like a Chicago. He sounds like uh, the SNL skit, the Chicago SNL yeah. guys. Hey, he's like, hey, no, there. He hey, there. He's like, he starts every video starts the same way. He says, hey, there, guys. Welcome back. I guess. Uh, every video there, he has a bunch of them. They're all relatively short, like five minutes videos at most. Uh, he makes a sausage out of a food that is not, should not be a sausage. That is, that is the extent of the, the, the videos where he, you, 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 yeah, you sent me one where he baked a whole lasagna and turned half into a sausage and cooked a sausage. You're breaking up here real bad. It's so bad compared to the actual lasagna. Oh yeah, the, the thing was acting crazy. You're acting. You're, so you're, only, you're breaking up. I I don't even. I have no idea. So all of a sudden, you just turn robot-y. computer weird. Internet should be good. I don't know. The whole computer is fucking being crazy right now. You seem fine now. Say something. Buddy Simulator gave me a voice. You must have. Now you're you're very robot-y. Uh, the the computer was being very weird. I legitimately I tried to buy Buddy Simulator, and Steam just decided to take the rest of the computer. That must have been that's what's going on. That's the only thing I can imagine. You see, Skype must be connected to the CPU usage or something. It is a program on a computer, so I would say they're somewhat related. Yes, perhaps. <laughs> I'm only hearing like every fourth word. I have to figure out what you're saying with context clues. Oh, do you remember? I don't know what you just said. You want to hang up and call okay. back? That's that's what I said. Okay, I'll do that. Why each other the same? Doesn't just like you are still. I cannot understand you. I'm gonna restart my computer. Okay. How about that? Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. You're close. You were on it. Hmm? Um, What'd you say? I can't. It's, it's still... I don't know. It might be my internet. For, I, 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 I assume I sound terrible. I can hear that. Okay. Is it, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if it's my internet, which is also possible. Usually it's fine. I'm like, my internet is solid as rock. But it's lagging right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it would. Unless AT&T just shat the bed entirely. On the internet. <sighs> and I'm like, I can't even load speed test. It tells mm. me something. Are you clearly? Okay. Well, Google loaded. Let's try. You're getting, now you're getting robotic. That's okay. I don't think it's internet. I think it's just speed, speed test is the problem. Um. Maybe. But Reddit won't load either. Okay. Just 
trying internet sites and see if they load. They're not loading. Oof. Remember, it's uh, it's 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 speedtest.com and not speedtest.buds. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. I wonder. Maybe Kim's downloading a video game. It's stealing a lot of bandwidth. No, now it's loading. All perfectly fine. Maybe that was it. Test, test, test. Hello, conversation. Bop, beep, boop, 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 boop. Conversation. Bop, bop, boppity, boop. Boppity, boop. Man, you need to watch some Muppet Show on Disney Plus now. Okay, everything's working now. Let's not. Um, let's not stand on ceremony. Let's start the show. Let's start the show. Um, Mr. Sausage makes food, makes sausages out of other foods, and then eats them and rates them on a out of a out of a zero to five scale and it's a tragedy every time not always now that i've watched all of his videos they are rare but he does give good scores like the most recent video is a Mm -hmm. nutella sausage and he gave it a four out of five yeah my nickname is often mr sausage as well is that true um i wish it was but he's Mr. Sausage. You know. He has a wife who's Mrs. Sausage, who cameos in his videos from time to time. They are. Does she the... also talk in a dumb voice? No, she talks in her normal voice, which makes it funnier because she is usually very exasperated with him. That sounds about right. <laughs> he is a man that just makes, like, Dom takes over their kitchen to film his stupid YouTube videos. Doesn't he have how many how many fucking thousands of people follow him? Six hundred thousand subscribers, I believe. Yeah, you can make a really good living off of fucking six hundred thousand, but you can make a a decent living off of six hundred thousand. He also has a Patreon uh, with a a show that. Yeah. Oh God, I was gonna say he's probably he's probably making two hundred grand a year off of fucking Patreon. The fucking Mr. Sausage Patreon. Have you signed up? I have not yet. Are you? I've, a, I've been, are, are you? Are you? Are, are, what level are you? Are you? Are Are you? Um, I have not signed up yet. Are you the sausage buddy, or are you the sausage partier, or are you the sausage master? Those are the those I've, are the tiers. I, on his Patreon. I have not investigated his Patreon yet. We are buying a house. I don't want to. Hadn't it, sniffed around that sausage. No, I have not yet. Even though he does talk about the sausage lords at his Patreon, and I might make the jump at some point. Uh, they bring me a lot of joy. They are the silliest, stupidest things in the world. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, they make me laugh, and that's after this week. That's all I wanted. You know, God bless. My other my, top, my, but... my my last recommendation is don't uh, live in a city and or state that is utterly unprepared for a winter apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say you should you should mention the terrible stuff. It, it, I do think that a certain special someone did give you a pep talk though. I did get uh, Eric Eric bought me a warhorse cameo warhorse the independent professional wrestler. Uh, it did make me laugh very hard. When I woke up in the first thing that happened in the morning, I was literally laying in bed uh, and I went to my phone and Warhorse was yelling at me and Mm -hmm. it made me it made me laugh. And I mean, he's Warhorse is a good promo. Um, Mr. Sasha is it's ordinary sausage on YouTube. It brings me it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, You're right. Let's talk about dead space galactuses. All right. We can move on to our. Final segment, it's time for Nerd Book Club. 
New Book Club is our show where Eric and I assign a lot of collective work and discuss it in depth like you would a book in a book club, except it's a comic book in a comic book club. This week we are discussing We Only Find Them When They're Dead, Volume 1 by Al Ewing and Simone DeMeo. We had read the first issue back when it came out, and we were both blown away by it. Thought we'd check in on the first the volume. We the loved first, it. Yeah, the first trade. What do you think I think about this book? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I think you like it, but that's because I, re- I really like it. I think this is great. I'm frustrated with it. What's frustrating about it? You can't tell what the fuck's going on about half the time. Uh, because I think that this is some of the kind of some of the worst comic book storytelling I've ever seen. And like it, it's, it's got that J A J H Williams, the third, actually it's not even like him because he'll make something very like artsy and like every two page spread is like an Alphonse Mucha drawing, but it's telling you nothing about the story. This is like it's so much headshots and I don't I don't care for it. It's just like a bunch of scenes in ships where like people are yelling at each other, but like you don't have any sense of where anyone is in relation to each other. And it's just it's just a confusing fucking mess. Like you 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 get the the broad strokes of the story, you know, like you understand who's who. But like this has so many of my pet peeves like there's so many flashbacks and flash forwards in rapid succession that like i you you get such a poor understanding of this narrative like this is so much for five issues like there's three time periods and it's not even flashing back and forth to the same day in in a lot of these flashbacks it's so much to unpack for five issues it should have been way simpler it should not have just been a bunch of headshots and colors there's just i don't know not great storytelling it's really obnoxious to me i mean i i i I have read more terrible books but it's more the incredible promise that issue one had and how it just kind of doesn't work it's like it's emotional f- close-ups on faces with a zillion word bubbles. <laughs> and when I see other comics do that, I don't like it. I This book earned a lot of capital with that first issue. It, it, it kind of pushes a lot of my buttons and annoys me because I was so excited about this. And I think these problems drag it so much more into a solidly average area like i i i i feel like maybe they're not doing quite enough at least they're not doing it in as effective and punchy a way as they were doing in say uh immortal hulk they're they're doing it's just it's just weird man it's not good it's just it's a bunch of emotional faces with a shitload of word bubbles and that ain't a great way to to write a comic it's not good storytelling you know it it's it's the way movies are done and movies have actors and all of this other context that tells a story 
And even even if a movie is only telling a story that way, it's still kind of bad. It's not as good as it could be. Do you think it? Do you think it does change drastically from like because we were very excited? You were very excited about issue one. Do you think it does change drastically as it goes further along? I don't know if it changes drastically. Or I just, just get more tired over of it. time. Maybe I don't. I, I I don't know if it's getting more tired of it as much as. It's difficult to say. I think I think that it just it's telling a a bigger and bigger story. You know, like bef- in the first issue, you can even see kind of looking back; those problems are still there. Like, let me let me navigate to it, so I can I can sort of in real time shit all over this book that I actually kind of like a little <laughs> bit. Um, like it is, it is, it is kind of that thing, but you, you do see more of the ship. You see more of that stuff. And it's like, maybe they got tired of drawing it. Everything is zoomed in on big faces. Yeah. Um, you get, you don't get a context of where they are and what they're doing. And it's, it's bad. It's not good storytelling. There's no action. There's nothing help happening in the panel. It's like face, 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 face. And that's fucking bullshit. It it just it looks really good, like in a portfolio page or something. But it doesn't fucking tell a story. This is a story. It's not. It's not a. It's not comics. That's. I had that thought. I like this. I think I like this a lot more than you do. But, and I and I don't think that. Don't think I'm. I am spewing vitriol because. I felt like this could be like absolute god tier amazing and like I said all of these problems make it so much less fun to read and deflate so much of the the emotional beats of this for me that it just makes it average like I I it, you know it's 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 like watching a movie that you think okay this is pretty good but there's a kid behind you kicking you in the head <laughs> You know, you you're not gonna enjoy it as much. I except you know the director except the director put the kid there, <laughs> so it is it is kind of it is their fault. It's like Terminator Two. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a kid, um, and there's a kid this, in the movie. Is, the whole time you're like, why is this kid here? I don't like him that much. Um, I have so few problems with John Connor. He's okay. I don't care. <laughs> um, I think it's a this pro- is this I think it's is the thing I've, I've this grown could, to hate every time. Go ahead. Do what? I what I was gonna say is I think I, I like this book. I like it a lot more than you do, I think. I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. about it still. I do want I and I think largely it is but I don't think anything you're saying is wrong. I just think they don't matter to as to me as much because I am invested in this world, I think. But well, I do I did have the thought after I read it, I was very much like and I think this is a thought I have more and more and more is does this need to be a comic book? And I'm I'm t- I don't like comics that don't want to be comics written by written and or drawn by people that don't that don't read comics. I mean, I don't um, I don't think like I don't think that Al Ewing is like, oh, I I I don't know if he just goes well. I'm I'm make I'm a comic book writer, so I'm I'm gonna this story I'm really excited about. I'm gonna tell it in a comic book, but there mm-hmm. are certain panels where I go, yeah, this is great for a comic book. Like so visual, it's something that you cannot do in other media nearly as easily. Like 
big scoping vistas of a of a dead Galactus with a bunch of mining ships scurrying over it. Like that's a really powerful image. But then, like what you said, like there are like there are many segments of this story so far, which are people in spaceships talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And that can be fine, but show the fucking context, show action, like, like, tell a damn story. Talking heads are not a story. Talking heads are the news. Fuck the news. (laughs) This is a comic book. I don't, I don't want to fucking read Tucker Carlson. Fuck this shit. (laughs) Tucker Carlson's not the news. He's a fucking white nationalist piece of shit. That was not, I was not expecting that sentence to be said in our discussion about this Space Galactus book. Um, I, I like this way better than Tucker Carlson. Well, yeah. um, Both than Tucker Carlson likes it and then I like Tucker yes, Carlson. I, I think I'm honestly, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn because I don't disagree with you, but I think that mm-hmm. this still has tremendous promise. It's still cool. But it fails very spectacularly in a lot of ways, just because the storytelling is so muddled. Like, I don't think... If I have to read every single fucking word of a million word bubbles and sit and puzzle, like, who is this... Like, the fucking main character. Like, everyone is the same color because they're... You can't fucking tell people apart in this. And you're supposed to know who this guy is when he's a young person and he's a he's a fucking baby and all this <laughs> stuff and shit doesn't hit right. It doesn't it doesn't feel right emotionally because you're having to process all I this mean, stuff. It's just it's just it's a it's a lot. It could have been done so much better. I mean, it does they it is beautiful, but so are fucking like the most incomprehensible of David Lynch movies. Don't, um, oh God! Don't I, don't invoke David Lynch. You'll I'm gonna have a my brain will explode. Um, I that's the sound of it. If I have to start talking about mm-hmm. David Lynch, um, it's it reminded me of especially all that talking head stuff. It reminded me of like old anime, of like old mecha anime, like of a uh, little mm-hmm. I've seen of. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of cockpit cockpit yeah. shots in in old mecha anime. Very much like I mean I what I think I'm in issue five and it's rife with them, um, but it's not like mecha anime. You have a re- it's well established, you know what the what a Gundam looks like or whatever, and where the person is and relate. Like I don't know what the ship looks like, you know I don't have a sense of where all these places are, and it makes me feel like they don't. It's just it's just a bunch of heads flashing. I think people looking every which way. Well, I think way. The, the also it, it's conf- it's confusing. I think as it fuck. also gets it. I do think that it gets more stylized as the book goes on, where mm-hmm. it starts in more. I don't know if necessary. I don't know if it was a conscious decision or if it was merely a response from the artist and having to draw a bunch of talking heads, a bunch of dialogue, having to fit in a bunch of places mm-hmm. to put dialogue into a page. So you 
depart further for or if it's like stylistic oh like yeah the 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 story is coming closer to this climax so we're going to stylize the art more i don't know what you know there's a lot of different places where you know choices can be made but it feels like that as it goes on it does depart further from we are a ship next to the cheek of a Mm -hmm. giant galactus a dead galactus and we're harvesting from it and then we cut away from that too there is a ship running away from a the the fighter ship basically the 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 bodyguard ship the space yeah the space cop and it feels like it is very it there is a like a set tone of a little bit more i don't know it feels a little bit more here's a here's a here's a here hmm it feels a little. I was bit gonna what? say it feels more like um, in like feels like c- closer akin to Alien, where it is you you feel rooted in kind of the mechanical realities of this world, mm-hmm. and then as the story goes along and it becomes I don't know I I I do like the very simple I don't know relationships where it's simply like okay this is the captain this is his boyfriend. Uh, that this is mm-hmm. the boyfriend's sister, and then the other, and this is her, mm-hmm. then the captain's friend. That's the cast, and then you have the space cop who has a a storied history with the captain. I like those relationships. I feel like I feel yeah. like sometimes I had I had this thought even, and again, I like this more than you, but I had the thought where I go, you didn't need to spell this out for me. You didn't need to tell me how the character feels. I understand how this character feels right now. You you don't need it. I can, I and I, I think I, I I myself as a writer sometimes struggle with that. Where you where how far do I how far do I take how where do I meet my audience? You know how much do I spell out explicitly? How much do I imply? And how much do I not say at all and hope that the audience picks it up and fills it in on their own? And I feel like this book. Those two things together, where you where you describe the lack of storytelling, where it's just a bunch of talking heads, you combine the like. If you just have less talking, like you can have less dialogue that and fill that space with a little bit more ground. I I, I hate I don't use the word ground because this whole book's set in outer space, but like establishing <laughs> it's still, it's establishing location. It's, it's fine, dude. Like to to mm-hmm. the 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 thing at the end where they are like it's a really good set piece at the very end where they are yeah. at on on a, a living a still alive mm-hmm. galactus but like like y- you you know what the enterprise looks like you know what the 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 uh the serenity ship looks yeah. like you know these these sci-fi things like it's a set and you understand it and it's not like it just it makes everything confusing because like sometimes someone's outside sometimes someone's in another ship sometimes they're in different parts of the same ship what the fuck is going on okay do they foreshadow 
tiny meteors killing people. No, I, I was going to ask that. That is a fucking deus ex I had machina. That it, I w- and that fucking shit makes me I, so When that mad. happened, Eric, I had like a question formed in my mind immediately. Like, I got to ask Eric, like, how the fuck he feels about this? Because it is the li- the thing I like. It is literally the thing I hate the most about this entire book. It is the weakest thing by far. And they don't really, they don't, for- like, they mention it very very briefly but i read this i yeah, read let's, this let's put 10 million fucking words in this I, book <laughs> and say at once <laughs> fuck you out you and i Why are you, god damn you're, so, you're fucking deus ex machina so bullshit angry. i'm riled up man i slept i slept six minutes last <laughs> night okay and i fucking am reading this shit with with al ewing writing some shit making me excited and then fucking turn it into a goddamn so mess. Good. Fucking Deus Ex Machina horse shit. What the hell, man? <laughs> Eric, stick the fucking land. You're gonna you're gonna set a record for your f bombs in this in this episode. I think. Good. <laughs> you did say beautiful. you did say this many f bombs when we did Ghost in the Shell Volume Two. It was a it's a bad That's book. The, oh my god. Uh, I cannot overstate how bad Ghost in the Shell Two is. Camo panties it's the book. So bad. Um. Uh, this is not this is not that bad, but still no, I, complete Deus Ex Machina, boys. Not no, good. that's the not that's good. the thing. If, it, if, it, if, it needed you need to with things like that, and it's a like it happened that like I my like I generally generally hate whenever there is a random event that takes out a main character. It is like I hate it. I just every time mm-hmm. it happens, and no matter what the story is, I just feel like it's all um, there. I can, I, I think I can honestly, there is literally one piece of art that uses it that I think it's good, and then everything else I can't imagine is never set up well enough that it works. Are you going to give me mental blue balls about this? Are you going to tell me what it it's is? No Country for Old Men. Okay. I think I No Country for Old Men. The whole story of of that is telling you that randomness exists, and the mm-hmm. and the world is not fair, and it's cold, mm-hmm. and people die for no reason, and so it works. But this, the whole story is building up to this showdown between uh, uh, the space cop and her captain, and then she gets killed by a random mass meteorite, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Come on, man." Don't do that to me. Fucking bullshit. Don't do that to me. Yeah, you and man, make someone have a decision about why they die, not randomness. There's The story is not about ran. Like, I mean, at the very least, like, maybe show it in a scene happening to someone else yeah. or someone, like, nearly dying mm-hmm. from it or something. It's called writing. <laughs> so angry. Dude, it's such bullshit. This is some fucking high school ass shit. It's silly. It's really. It, it, why don't you? Why don't you? I mean, I'm going to tell you what, <laughs> Robbie. Yes. I'm going to propose okay. this. Literally, if a god literally Deus Ex Machina it down and solved the problem, it would have made more fucking sense. I mean, I, I. This is a this is a bigger Deus Ex Machina than a Deus Ex Machina. Like, this is a book about fucking uh, about gods existing and them looking for mm-hmm. one for reasons. Yes. Also, th- that is the other my other and, issue is and, like 
we don't really get a good re- like we don't ever get told this is why I'm looking for a live god. Like I just I need mm-hmm. I need reasons I need more than just this like some mm-hmm. of it is just like oh it'll get us money. Okay. Th- that works mm-hmm. perfectly fine. But the captain seems to really want to like there is that reveal at the very end where he has become one I guess. And I'm like okay, I would have liked a little hint that maybe that's why he's doing this is because he wants to ascend to a different form of like maybe or like see his family again or like know if there's an app like there's a lot of different things in there i'm like I, I like there are there's a lot of moments in here where the dialogue is very explicit about i feel ang- i'm angry and this is why but there is not very a lot of dialogue where it, someone says i want to go find a god for this reason i think i think a lot of the reason i like this so much is that it is still about you know space god like it's about galactuses and miners mm-hmm. and stuff and i think i'm just yes. like i think that premise is so strong that it it can kind of it, it is can a, kind of yes pull it is a, me along it, it is a yeah it is a beautiful well-drawn well-painted gorgeous color um big bombastic dumb fun space ideas but like i don't know when you try and read it it makes it worse it makes it more average i think i think it needs it 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 is very much a lot of style a lot of look mm-hmm. how pretty this is and less of what's established that they are in this they're outside the ship right now and this is where they are mm-hmm. cuz that is that is another that is like when you point that out i go yeah that's true i didn't know where I'm like, okay, they, and I think that's the other thing where like, they're telling us where they are. I'm like, you could just show us like where they are outside. It's a comic book. You, you should, you should yeah. show us. It's, it's like if you're going to cook me a meal and you're going to tell me what it tastes. No, no, I don't I, want please to let me it. taste the food, please. I don't, I don't, I don't want you to like give me something flavorless mm-hmm. and then describe what a fucking strawberry <laughs> tastes like. No. <laughs> No, no, don't do that. Um, I don't know. I I'm still really interested in the second in in like the the next chapter of this because who knows what the hell? Like, I don't think this is this book is gonna be about these people anymore. Like, I whatever the next chapter of this is, I don't think any of these cast members are coming back except for Mister Captain, who is now a space god. Like, I, I imagine that this is going to be a different. I, and book. I that was not. That was not. Clear I'm not to necessarily me. sure, but it looks most. It's got his eyeball. Yeah, thing, that's what so I think. I'm like, it, I think I would. that's him. But it can't. The story can't continue to be about unless it's like I don't. I doubt the book's going to be like. Oh, now it's from the perspective of a space god. I'm like, it feels like it would be about humanity reacting to the fact that now there are live ones, and now we get a new cast. I'm assuming. I feel like. I don't know, but that's kind of, that's the other thing I'm like, I'm excited about. It's like, I don't, it, there are things, there are choices in this, like in the general direction of the story. I'm like, wow, that's, that's a choice. Having the main character turn into one of these things at the very last cliffhanger. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know what the hell's happening, but it's different and crazy. Um, And like, I think the highs of this remind me of that stuff in Immortal Hulk where 
you know, the Hulk's rainmakering a planet. Mm-hmm. I go, wow, that's crazy. Look how big that is. A big, crazy thing. Um, but it, that book is also grounded in the Hulk and has built up that cast. This book, I I don't know. It has a lot of potential and a lot of promise. I don't know. It, and a mm-hmm. lot of times when we get books like this where you you – you, you're like oh this could be a lot better i think back to like when we were we read the first sandman trade yeah and you're like oh there's this is a mess like what with this like what does this mm-hmm. book do does the book doesn't really know what it's doing yet it kind of is fi- trying to figure stuff out and i like maybe that's what will happen maybe with a new focus maybe there will be less just random discussions in like i don't know i wish i don't mind necessarily a lot of the the time jumps i wish they just used them more economically i i wish they would i wish I they would use them to like have the, all those conversations that happen while we're like in spaceships mm-hmm. i wish they were just in bedrooms you know like at least i would have a, a good sense of location and a place that makes more sense to have a more grounded character-based decision, yes. dis- discussion yes like i i i think i don't know i i did i all i got those I just kept getting, I don't know, it's not even the, there. Which was there like a space mecha parody, like an anime mecha parody show or something? Probably, but I'm not sure what you're fishing for. I just for. kept getting flashes of that by the end of this, where we get those cuts to the characters' faces, like with the speed lines flying past them, neon, neon mm-hmm. speed flying past all their faces. At a certain point, it starts to become like self-parody a little bit, where you're just like, what's why everyone yeah. i'm like okay guys i i if it, it felt like it could it could have benefited also from like slowing down a little bit from at near that yes. very end i don't know i liked i yeah. still liked it a lot but i think that um it's i'm i'm coming away from this book with less excitement for it no real attachment to any of the characters. I don't really know any of their names except for Georges. I remember Paula. Um, Paula is the space cop. Also, Sunny Kiss is in this book. <laughs> it um, is. He is the boyfriend. Sunny, it is Sunny Kiss. Yeah, Sunny Kiss, the best ass in wrestling. Um, <sighs> I wanted to love this. I was so excited to read it, and. They have turned it into a gray pile of sludge. Neon. Well, when you keep blending colors together, you eventually get gray. I mean, I'm going to see to you, you are the color expert. I, yes. I'm, I'm going to say I'm definitely speaking from experience. <laughs> I remember making gray as a child when I figure painted. It's mm-hmm. a very important color. I mean, it's a perfectly cromulent perfectly color. Cromulent. Okay, so my question for you, Eric. Mm-hmm. Would you... Would you recommend this book to anyone? I would recommend that these two very talented creators do it <laughs> that's over. A no. That's that's a no. It is it is worth looking at, but maybe not reading. Mm, I think I would say that this is it'll probably win like every Eisner <laughs> uh in twenty twenty one. I was gonna say I like it um, way more than monstrous. Um, which is a, another. Oh yeah, this is way more comprehensible than monstrous. Uh, like by ten, um, like by ten thousand degrees. I cannot even express. Yes, but I mean, doesn't it? It absolutely suffers from the same thing. I mean, I would say that. Um, shit. What's her name? 
Marjorie Lou was the writer, and I can't think of the artist's name for that right now, but I would say that she's actually a better storyteller than this person. I think they're both superlative illustrators, but this person could stand to pick up a couple of... Um, Sana Takeda is the artist. Sana Takeda. Yes, thank you. Sen- Sonata drew that comic book. Um could stand to pick up a couple of Will Eisner books and and look at well, the art of comic storytelling. I, I mean, there's the, this is the other question, Eric. I had that I that mm. it might not it might be out Ewing. You know, he could have been. I write, I write and, and, this and dialogue that, here and here and here and here. There's a tech panel one. Yeah. Captain, well, that's the thing. We've we, I think we've 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 talked about this that I think at at some level. It's a failure to collaborate. Um, like I talked about that old Gen thirteen book, and I think this is a this is a common thing for a lot of comics where the 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 character is making a dumb face and they just got gas and they goes blacking out because they had no faith in the artist to tell that part of the story, and and you know maybe there is. Maybe that's part of what comics is, you know? You have to tell part of the story with this and part of the story with that. It's all about communicating ideas. And I think a lot of writers are so in the sphere of writers to where it's like, I'm going to words the words. Give you my best words. Plump rain. Um, Do you remember the callback to plump rain? I don't. It was in... It was in uh, Alan Moore Swamp thing. Ah, I don't remember that. Unsurprisingly, I have the, brain damage. The 23-year-old writer sank. listen to how good my words are. Listen to how good my words are. <laughs> there you go, that's better. Right. Plump rain. Plump, plump rain. Oh. Plump rain. Oh, I'm gonna... I'm... R-O-I-N-E. Rain. That's how you spell it. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think this has promise, and I'm oh, I'm God. still very I'm I'm still going to be reading this. I'm I need to know what happened. I need I to wanted, know what's going to yes, what's going to happen. I I am so embattled on this, but I got to tell you, I I I am rooting for it. I think that this artist is a phenomenal illustrator. Be a storyteller, Al Ewing. Write panels where action happens and not. Face looks to the left, says words, says more words. Now the panel's a different color, and a different face is looking to the right. Yeah. I also think I, you I, could... I don't understand how someone can get it so right and get it so this wrong. Also, I think this book could be four issues instead of five, this, this first volume. It doesn't need to be five issues, I don't think. Um, well, I think you cut out a bunch of the flashbacks. I don't think you cut out flashbacks. Like, I think you, you just really, cut out some of really... the interstitial travel. Oh God, cut them out! I don't mind the flashbacks. Maybe I don't, I don't mind. There's, there's. I, I don't mind them. I hate flashbacks so I, I much. I know you do, Eric. It is so I know. Fucking, I don't mind them. Are you kidding? It's such a mess. It's messy. I don't mind them when they are self-contained. Messy. When it's when it's like here, this is a flashback to the captain and his boyfriend in bed, and they're having a conversation, and it is obviously in the past okay i don't like that one panel that one page that has like 40 panels in it that are all taking place yes yeah i don't it's terrible oh, that's one page i don't that page is throw that away 
that is at least a two-page spread. Whatever it is, I don't. That is I don't at want least that. a two-page. I don't mind spread. the flashbacks. I it's... think it's. I think it's. I think it's. Let me see. There's one page. There's two pages. Okay, so that's at least two, three pages. It is three pages. That's how many pages it is, and it's confusing slop. Yeah, I don't like that. That and I think that's that's a good example of that style over substance. And I think that that is the, the biggest sin of this book is the style over substance stuff, which I think can you can you can draw that out into like the storytelling and the decisions on the 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 flashback that that scene in particular and the 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 excess of dialogue i feel like all of it can bleed out into it chooses style over substance in different parts and i i don't i don't you don't need it frankly this idea is so stylistic already it's so full of flavor Mm -hmm. let that carry you I I think the ideas of like oh we're going to use all these contentious relationships in this unique premise and unique setting to to tell this dramatic story great let just let that happen you don't have to inject so it feels like there's a lot of like extra extra fingers and pies in this where it doesn't need to be mm-hmm. let it, keep it simple stupid this th- this could have been so much simpler you know I don't think so much of these flashback stuffs are hitting you over the head with stuff that, that, that to me emotionally fails to land. I think you, you can tell it in the present. You can contain the flashbacks. I think better. You can give them more impact. I think you can have a lot more impact with less. And for this, for the love of God, you can foreshadow your, your God damn, like, Oh God. (laughs) That's I I hear I'm gonna say the, Eric the, the, I don't care the, how much they foreshadow it I don't think that's excusable anyway I don't I I it you I think you can you can it feels it is very can, deflating you can I I can I can absolutely see you know you tease it a couple of times like oh my god you you make space feel dangerous mm-hmm. which they don't do no not really I mean if we had two crew members like die to meteors or something kills them in space or other ships are killed like it shows that they're like everything is perfectly safe and then all of a sudden this woman gets sniped in the head by by fucking al ewing (laughs) yes i mean he doesn't make space dangerous it works literally have a god killer literally it works (laughs) this doesn't work Oh You're my more, god! I think uh, this is in contention, Eric. For like, I think this is the second most riled up you've been, probably. I'm just I'm grouchy, man. You know, I'm I, that I'm I'm trying to be I'm trying to be entertaining for you. You know, I'm I'm leaning into it. The people they love my Do rage. They? I don't know. I don't know what people want. I don't either, honestly. <laughs> Shot, yeah. It's shots in the dark. Um, much like the Al Ewing taking out that space cop, Paula. Zing! Zing. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add, Eric? No, I still love you, uh, Al Ewing, but I kind of want to, like, spank you. And not in a fun way. Not in a fun way. Um, that's it for... We only find them when they're dead. Al Ewing and Simone DeMeo. Next time, in the Hands Boys Comics Hour, we're going to be in Nerbo Book Club. We're going to be discussing... Uh, the webcomic "Kill Six Billion Demons" by yeah. by Ab- Ab- Abaddon, yeah. Abaddon, however you want to say it. 
it, it's no it's the it's the it's the AEW oh, wrestler. It? That's interesting. Yeah. A lot of ta- very talented. She's really she's multi talented yeah. woman. Um she did all of it when she was uh, injured. It is spelled differently. There's an extra B in there. Yeah. This I'm I'm excited about this. A guy on a Facebook forum uh linked it to someone else and I was like, This looks awesome. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, it is. And that was about the whole thing. And now now so, here we are. Oh, yeah, you, there are I'm there excited. are four books completed on uh, on six, kill six billion demons dot com. You can read them for free. Uh, that's where we will be reading it. Uh, we'll be reading those first four books that are done, and uh, you can read along with us and check in our next episode. That'll do it for us today. We are Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at HandsomeBoysComicsHour dot com. Has links to everything. Our Facebook or Twitter to our RSS feed. If you like the show, please give it a five star review on all your Apple on your apple podcasts and your other podcast apps uh subscribe Mm -hmm. tell your friends all those things help us out we appreciate them um i'm online i am online i am on the internet on twitter at robbie Mm -hmm. norman and my website is robbie where you can find links to purchase all of my novels my newest novel splatterfest is a slasher whodunit mystery uh set at a horror film convention where all the celebrity guests are being picked off one by one. Great for fans of Scream and other slasher movies. Uh, you can read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. Eric, where can they find you and your things on the internet? What a swell, swell idea. Hey, how about you head down to patreon.com slash easygoodnight and join the Rizzo Club like a boss. You know, you can also hang out with me a couple of times a week at twitch.tv slash easygoodnight. Are you seeing a trend here? I'm easygoodnight on most things. Uh, that includes, uh, let's say, Twitter, Instagram. Those are good things. Um, you can check out most of the things I do online at ericzgoodnight.com and see my portfolio at freewillunlimited.com. That sounds like a great idea. If I do say so myself. Those are the the best ideas. Uh, That'll do it for us today. Have a good one. Rock and roll.